Good evening and welcome to Night Colors Bigfoot Radio. It is December 18th, 2019, and you're here with your hosts, Lauren Smith and Dustin Clark. How are you, Dustin? I am doing pretty good, Lauren. Just uh, ready to get Christmas over with. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, doing? same. Fabulous. Well, great. So, um, so we are having this show tonight just to kind of go over the outing that we recently got to have in Falk, uh, Arkansas. And so we have Stephen Hill on tonight with us. He was there. He was kind enough to show us around him and uh, Will Lunsford. So um, we're going to have Stephen kind of walk through some of the stuff with us. And he was actually there for the sighting that happened over the weekend as well. So uh, we'll get into that later, but we're just going to go over the um, the weekend a little bit before we get into that. Is there anything that you have to add before that? You want to talk about the weather or anything, Dustin? <laughs> no, I um, no, I don't think I have any new important news besides the the sighting and just that it was an awesome weekend and can't wait to talk about it some more. All right. How are you doing tonight, Stephen? I'm doing good, and I hope y'all are doing well, too. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You you didn't just start that, did you? (laughs) I did. (laughs) It's been a long week, and it's only Wednesday. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, all right. So, Dustin, you want to start us off? Yeah. um, We left December 6th and drove down there. um, For me and Lauren, it's roughly about the same five-hour drive down there. So she drove down here and uh, rode with me down there, and we had a five-hour drive. Well, she slept most of the way down there. But uh, (laughs) we we talked about some ideas ideas for the show and other outings and stuff Mm -hmm. and uh we got down there and it seemed like once we got there it it seemed like it took all day to get there but once we got there it was like time stood still like Mm -hmm. we kept checking our phone checking our phones thinking it was supposed to be like five or six o'clock the sun might be going down but it was only yeah it it felt like it was two o'clock for about three hours but we weren't complaining it did it, usually we get out We're these so outings. We're so excited to be there. And, yeah, but usually on these outings we get there at you know an hour or so before dark, and you know we have to hurry up and get camp set up, get a fire going, and I mean we even stopped at the Monster Mart coming in, and we spent an hour, hour and a half there. Uh, we met Shane mm-hmm. down there, and. Uh, once we got to camp and got everything set up, it was just like, okay, now, now what, what do we do now? Usually we have to wait, or it's <laughs> after dark, and that's when everything starts. So it, mm-hmm. it was actually, it, it was really good that first day to just get there and get to relax. And uh, then everybody started showing up. Uh, we, get, we met some great new friends, uh, ran into William and Stephen. They came by. uh we met Randy Edwards, uh, one of our people, Shelly, she showed up. Uh, Randy also brought his two grandsons, but she only brought them to the camp, which there was, it was, they were completely fine there. They were awesome kids. Um, see, they Shane were so came, well-behaved. We, yeah, they, they were really well-behaved. Um, mm-hmm. Then Mr. Bill showed up just before dark and he can't see in the dark to drive so he was kind of panicking getting there because he doesn't know how to use his <laughs> gps so i had to leave everybody at camp and go track him down and somehow he went all the way around falk and came in the back way <laughs> and uh then we had uh Tanya Knight show up and then uh keith Crabtree actually camped with us, and it it was a blast having mm-hmm. him there. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. 
Shane. That might have been all it came. Shane. I said I said Shane like twice, I think. Oh, and then uh, <laughs> Kendall got there. Kendall got there late that night. Yeah. No, he got there late Saturday. Mm-hmm. But, um, um, Randy Crawford. Yeah, mm-hmm. Crawford. Randy Crawford came. Um, I and haven't James seen him. James Riley came. Damn Riley, that's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. it was fun to get back down there. Um, me and SBA went there um, three years ago, and we made the mistake of going in June, and it was hot, sweaty, miserable. The mosquitoes were – they could probably – if enough got on you, they probably would have uh, picked you up off the ground, but the chickers were mm-hmm. enough to keep you on the ground. Um, so it was a nice nice relief going and getting there in wintertime and it being nice, cool days, and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. The weather was perfect. You know, I like mm-hmm. talking about the weather. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um but yeah, it was it was a perfect weather. It was a good group of people, and um, like Dustin said, it was like time stood still for that first day. We were all sitting there, we're like, "Well, should we go explore? Should we take a nap? What do we do?" <laughs> um, <laughs> and it was great. It was great. Yeah. Yes, it was. So that was a that had to be a had to be a good birthday weekend for you, Dustin. It it was. <laughs> It was the best birthday weekend. Even though I had to drive all the way down there and all the way back, it was still an awesome drive. It was it was awesome. <laughs> Can I just say that I it's offered to drive home. and I got shut down? Oh, no. <laughs> well, the reason you got shut down well, is because I've seen you drive. I've seen you drive your car, and yeah, I I don't I don't think I could have handled it. In my truck. <laughs> Listen, Santa is not going to come visit you. I just feel like you should know that. Here's a warning. <laughs> I already You're being rude. Kids, so it's all right. <laughs> okay, for all the kids listening, it's because Santa doesn't like him. That's why he had to buy his own gifts. Okay, everybody. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> But it was a right. it was a great weekend. So we um I think we hung around Friday and we made dinner and then we all decided we were gonna go out. So, um where did we go first? We went to uh Thornton's Wells. Mm-hmm. And um uh, that's we we uh got out and we uh, everybody kinda just we sat around for a little bit and listened, and then uh, was that Stephen? Was that a? I forgot. Was that that was the old uh, forestry trail, wasn't it? That we took forestry road. Yeah, it was a. We, yeah, it's an old forestry road that they have gated off now. Uh, so walking in was the only option that we had. And uh, <laughs> but the. Thornton's Wells, that's a that's that's a pretty popular spot. It's uh, William he refers to it as a community hole. So many people know about it, but it's still a place that produces uh time and time again, you know. Um, mm-hmm. as y'all know Friday night we went down in there, we walked in uh, I don't know, we probably walked in three quarters of a mile or a mile. We found some and we did find some interesting stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. The, uh and it was down there uh, when we walked in where we stopped. Stopped at that's where William did a call, and he actually got a tree knock and returned to it. And I was I was separated. I was I was out there in the woods. I was looking around at different things that I found of interest. <laughs> so so I had to walk back closer mm-hmm. to William so I could ask him, "Did you do a mouth pop?" <laughs> and he told me no. <laughs> And then when we got back oh, to where y'all cool. had stopped, you know, and y'all had stopped. So when I got back to where y'all were at, you know, that's when I asked y'all, did y'all do a tree knock? And y'all said no. Mm-hmm. So, so that, that's <laughs> when we were pretty sure that we, we had had something from down there in the woods with us. And, yeah, uh, and uh, yeah. when 
when Lauren and I, Lauren and I were stopped there, and because uh, what we had done is we had stopped and let the rest of the group keep going, just to see if maybe anything was following us by chance from a distance. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't remember. I don't think we heard anything from where we were at. But uh, it was. It was it, deathly where we silent were, where we were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was very quiet. But uh, yeah, was, uh, we. Go ahead. Oh no no I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you there Dustin. Oh it's all right. Uh, <laughs> we we ended up uh, walking back to the trucks and uh, we were all standing there uh, talking and Lauren actually walked away from the group down the road and uh, that's when things got a little frustrating but also slightly exciting at the same time Uh, so Lauren you want to kind (laughs) of Lauren you want to tell them what happened with that (laughs) oh poor Dustin so I I'm always that person that I walk off into the woods by myself because I'm I'm smart like that. Um, And I walked off and (laughs) I was hearing, well, first of all, acorns were falling like crazy in those woods. So you just, Mm -hmm. anytime you thought you heard something, you just don't know if you were actually hearing something. But I was hearing footsteps and I know it wasn't acorns because anytime I'd walk closer to the woods, I'd hear footsteps. And, but it was on like three sides of me. And so if I walk closer to this side, I would hear footsteps and then hear something knock on another side. And then I'd turn that way and I'd hear footsteps. Anyway, so I'm standing over there doing this dance by my damn self. And (laughs) finally, I just went straight in one direction and walked up on this ridge. So I'm standing up there and I'm listening because I'm hearing footsteps. And I'm trying to decide, is it, you know, a possum, an armadillo, a squirrel? What What is back there walking around? And so I'm standing there just waiting and waiting, waiting for the right moment to light it up. And Dustin comes to join me. And so I told him what was going on. <laughs> and we're standing there, and he's hearing stuff, but he's like, well, I think it's just acorns. And I'm like, no, I'm hearing, I heard footsteps. Like, I'm hearing footsteps. Anyway, so we're standing there. <laughs> And he's like, well, let's go back to the truck. We're going to go back to a different spot. Reaches down, turns his recorder off, and I think it was an owl screamed at us right then. I mean, scared the ever-living out of us. It screamed, and then it goes, hoo-hoo, and did a, like a, did a hoot. And he looks at me. <laughs> Dustin looked at me. He's like, I just turned my recorder off. <laughs> <laughs> he was so mad. Oh man, he was. So, and then he like does a double bird to the woods and turns around and walks off. And I'm like, well, you gonna piss a bigfoot off and left me here to get eaten? Oh, and I think like right after that there was, I don't know if it was an acorn or a stick or something came out of the woods like was thrown at us. Like right after he flipped him off and walked off. Something landed real close to us, and there were no trees above us. And so that's when yeah. I was like, "You done pissed them off and left me here to get eaten." Hateful. And, and what's that, funny that, is, oh, go ahead. No, it, go ahead. It, it was funny. It, it was funny whenever you came back up there because you were you were so mad you were ready to throw your recorder into the woods and you just wanted to go back to camp. <laughs> He well, was trying see, to get funny. the truck and leave. <laughs> <laughs> but what what is funnier, which I think it's funny now, um, is everybody was, you know, giving me crap like, oh, see, you're not supposed to turn your recorder off. And I didn't think of it, but the next day I was like, Lauren, where was your recorder? Did you get it? He's like, oh, it is in my backpack in the truck. It was in the truck. So a lot a lot of good that would have been. Yeah, I didn't yeah, let him know about that until the next too. day. <laughs> we yeah. are my, awesome my researchers, Stephen. We are awesome. Yeah, I oh, know. It's, man. Uh, this, I, this is what William refers to as Murphy's at all of Bigfooting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> every wrong, time. It's going to go wrong. Yeah. 
every <laughs> single time. Yeah, but we we did have more fun that night, though, didn't we? <laughs> we did. We well, I did. Road, didn't we? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if uh, yeah. if Dustin had all that much fun. <laughs> when the oh, elbow popped, I don't man. know if it was much fun then. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so we walked down this road after we got Dustin a little bit calmed down because he was so upset about not catching that on his recorder. So <laughs> Stephen and Shane had walked down this road and we went and joined them and we had something thrown at us, I think, yeah. like right on the side of the ditch. And yeah, I'm, I'm, so I told yeah. Dustin, oh, and it hit the side of the bank right there by us. And it, again, mm-hmm. it wasn't an acorn because it was sheltered. Like it hit underneath this ledge. Anyway, so Dustin <laughs> threw a rock into the woods. And I was like, okay, you know. <laughs> so sorry. I still have this visual visual image in my, oh, my, my mom just texted me to tell me you never turn the recorder off. Just in case y'all are wondering, she's listening to the show. <laughs> Thanks, Lori. <laughs> anyway, so Dustin was throwing a rock he, into he the did. woods, and I said, hey, the next rock, I said, hey, the next rock, why don't you go act like you're going to throw it forward, but turn around and throw it the other way instead and surprise them. <laughs> and... <laughs> That mental image will stay with me for the rest of my life. He did this, like, ballet football move (laughs) and threw (laughs) – bless his heart, he tried. Um, He threw the rock behind (laughs) him-ish, popped his elbow out of joint. (laughs) He could barely move his arm. It was hilarious. Didn't get any kind of reaction from the woods, but I think we were all laughing too hard to even – no, if uh, <laughs> would have been going on, we we weren't going to hear it, especially after Shane did an instant replay of it. <laughs> Shane's instant replay of it was great. <laughs> that was so oh. good. Oh first man, of, that was off, hilarious. First, first off, have I you ever seen with... Ace Ventura Pet Detective when he dresses up as Ray Finkel? <laughs> <laughs> Picture that, but in the woods, <laughs> minus the tutu. Oh. That is what happened, and it was great. Yes, yes, it we was great. It. That was it's fine. That that was better than the call we missed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. Like sometimes I feel like sometimes you just gotta good. Oh, I was gonna say it wasn't my elbow, by the way. It was my shoulder. Thank you very much. Oh, Thanks for worrying that was about your me. Shoulder, we heard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Was that, that wasn't a rock. That wasn't a rock was a... clack. That was my shoulder going out. Yeah, it was loud. Oh my yeah, gosh, we all heard that. Was that. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> but Shane's instant replay was better than your actual um, attempt. <clears throat> No offense. It was a rocky road. Oh, okay. Here we it go. Was, it was a rocky what road happened? and my foot slipped, all right? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, oh, his foot slipped. <laughs> he sounds like a pro okay. NFL player right now. That's, that's fine. Oh, good <laughs> Lord. If my well, foot then after that. After that, uh, I think that was about it that happened that night. Oh, wait, no. Um, a- after that, we all kind of regrouped back at the trucks, and uh, Will had to go mm-hmm. home. And uh, mm-hmm. he rode with Stephen, so Stephen had to uh, take him home. And it it was like, Shane said it best. It was like once Shane and Will left, it was like, all right, Dad's gone. Now we're going to make some noise. Mm-hmm. And uh, once, the, once they, the parents left us all alone, yeah, um, they, none of the vocals were very close, but there was there was a few howls out there that sounded pretty cool, 
Um, I actually haven't gone over the audio. I got that on audio. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, I'm so proud, but I haven't, I haven't listened to it yet, but, uh, they, they gave me crap for turning my recorder off in that, in that moment all night long. And then I think we all <laughs> ended up going back to camp. We all went back to camp oh, yeah. and everybody was dead tired. So we're all in bed and, I left my recorder in my tent recording. So if anything happened at night in camp, we would hear it. Well, I was almost asleep, and something popped off a big yell way off in the distance, and then the coyotes went nuts. And right after they stopped, I think I texted everybody and was like, I actually got that one on audio. Thank you very much. <laughs> so everybody got to wake up to that text whole, message the next morning. With a whole lot of middle fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I caught that one. He was so proud. <laughs> You've done so good. So we gave him so much crap for not catching that, and then he goes and has his first sighting just to show us all, you know, that he's got this. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. so the it was on purpose. So the next <laughs> it was you planned that just for that reason. You had to redeem yourself. Yeah. Um, so the next day we got up, um, you know, Dustin made his amazing breakfast for everybody and, um, we decided we were going to take the canoes and canoe across the lake and up the little, little bayou. Go ahead, Dustin. Oh, I didn't know you were done. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to keep going with that. Well, you did all the rowing, um, so I feel like you should tell the story. Yeah, I, I got to do all the rowing instead of taking all the selfies. Um, so <laughs> we rowed up into this one spot that uh, the last time we were there I was wanting to check out, but it was completely covered in water. and Well, for the most part completely covered in water, but um, – the trees are kind of close together and it's hard to get the boats up into it or the canoes. And, uh, so we finally found a spot and, uh, docked up in there and it was just a forest of cypress trees and the ground was so soft. It felt like we were basically walking on sponges and it had those really fine, uh, cypress leaves. It was just a mat on the ground and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and we walked in there. So for, you thought you were going to be sneaky and walk across this carpet, but there were sticks under all those mm-hmm. leaves. So it was like just crack, crack, crack. <laughs> but uh, I, I forgot. Did you have a feeling in there, Lauren? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Or did you want to talk about that? Yeah. Um, I mean. There wasn't much to it. I just, I was like high off of nature. So I was just having a grand old time. And of course split off and went my own way and um, hiked back into this little clearing. And um, there was a lot of hog sign. But other than that, it was just, it was gorgeous, gorgeous. You could see the water line on all the trees. And um, so Tanya actually hiked back there later and found me. And so we are planning on going back and actually camping on that area if we can get to it, if there's not water over it and stuff. So, um, but yeah, it was, I don't know, it was just a really, really peaceful place. Like I just, I really enjoyed it. Um, but on the way out, we kind of had some issues because, you know, um, it's right next to a gun range. So um, on the way out, I had, (laughs) this is what makes me upset. So I had turned around in the canoe instead of facing forward. I had turned around to face Dustin and I was joking with him saying like, tell like I told him he was, he needed to sing to me, you know, like in little rascals. Um, He didn't, it was rude, but I had turned around to face him so that I could watch behind us and see if anything was following us out, like tracking us out to make sure we left. And so I turned around to look behind us 
and we hear this whiz over our heads and then something hit the tree on the other side of the bank. And I thought, because I'm dumb, I thought something threw a rock or somebody threw a rock because Shane and Shelly and all them were supposed to be hiking back there. And so I thought, oh, maybe they threw a rock at us to be funny. And then I said, oh, did somebody throw a rock? And Dustin said, oh, no, that was a bullet. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> cool. Awesome. Yeah, we're somebody, gonna die. So that gun range has a dirt berm at one end of it, and somebody was shooting a really big gun. And uh, I think what it was was uh, the bullet was just basically clearing through the berm, and it was coming over our heads. And you can hear it. The is basically the bullet tumbling and hitting the trees as it's going through. Well, uh, that happened. My impression did not sound that good. Yeah, uh, it happened once or twice, <clears throat> and you know there's yeah. no cause for alarm because it's way over our head. Well, we keep rowing, mm. and all of a sudden we hear a pow. We hear a, a pow, and it's a lot closer. It's it's right in the tree line from where we are, just about maybe thirty, forty yards behind us. And me and Mr. Bill, we look at each other and that wasn't at the gun range. That's that's right here close to us. And just about then, it's pop, 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 pop. We thought we were getting – I said we were getting shot at, but I never saw where the bullets were hitting. But I, I could hear it. Me and Bill both heard the bullets hitting the water, and I was upset. Um, okay, before we get into your it, temper tantrum, um, uh-huh. so – So when that first bullet hit, right after that hit, and I looked at Dustin and said, was that a rock? And he said, no, that was a bullet because it hit that tree and it was so loud. Mr. Bill started saying, I see it. There it is. There it is. There it is. And we look up and him and Tanya, their canoe is facing the forest where we just came from. And he said when that bullet hit that tree, he saw something run behind another tree it's like the bullet hit and startled whatever it was and it ran behind this tree but it wouldn't come out from behind this tree and so he had tanya the whole canoe facing that and tanya had her phone up she's ready to film it and it would never come out and so he's sitting there he's like why won't it come out and then all of a sudden next to us something lands in the water next to it just you know just a big splash we all look at that splash and then look back at that tree and we never saw what went behind the tree. Nothing ever came out. And I told him, I said, you guys, I said, <laughs> when that thing splashed next to us, whatever it was, took off. Like, it, that was a distraction. And um, so eventually we just kind of gave up waiting and started rowing back. None of us wanted to be shot. And then as we started paddling again, that's when the second bullet came right over our heads. I say right over our heads. You know what? I don't care if it was way over our heads. I don't want to be shot at in my general vicinity, you know, yeah. <laughs> call me weird. <laughs> but yeah, um, but that was pretty, that was pretty crazy that it startled, like I said, something following us out to make sure we left and it startled it, whatever it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, on our way back, it was like we had all of the, all of that excitement and anger at being shot at. And then uh, this, Real low came a bald eagle just flying over the the lake, and I told Lauren that that was that was quite majestic. Oh, is that what you said? Yeah, Tanya points out. She says, "Look, a bald eagle, a bald eagle." All of us are gazing at this eagle flying over the lake. It was a very peaceful moment, a good opportunity to calm down after almost being shot, and or even take a picture. Dustin's just sitting in the back of the canoe. He's Mr. National Geographic back there, and he's like, that's majestic as, you know, it was hilarious. <laughs> but um, it was still, it was a beautiful place. It was, um, I just, I, I was high off of nature by that point. I was good to go. I was uh, more than ready to go out, go back to that point, that place in the dark. But we did not go back there that night. So maybe next time. Mhm. 
so after that, we uh, hung out in camp for a while. Um, Shane made his delicious barbecue chicken over the fire, which was the best. Um, It was really good. Bill's chicken was good, too, though. Oh, yeah. Bill made uh, beer cane chicken over a campfire, which it it took like three and a half hours, but it was still still pretty delicious. It was was a late-night snack. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, But we sat around, swapped stories, uh, got to sit down and catch up with Keith Crabtree, which was pretty awesome. Um, And I don't remember if anything else really happened at camp until we left. Um, Well, well, go ahead. uh, I think, didn't Tanya think she heard a hog or something? Oh, Right before we left? I think she... Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because she had me and Shane go over there with her because she was nervous. Mm. Um, she, Yeah, she was nervous. And she said that I think she heard it or saw it, and it was huge. And it made her nervous because she didn't know what to do with something that ginormous walking around. Um, and then I think Keith had confirmed it later that that it was um, a giant hog. He found tracks or sign over there. So, <clears throat> but yeah, it was. Uh, she she was nervous, but then by the time we left, she was okay. So both nights that we went out, Tanya actually stayed at camp. Um, she wanted to stay at camp and kind of, um, <clears throat> I guess see what activity happened in camp with that, with everyone gone, see kind of if anyone, if anything came up kind of curious about, you know, what we left behind or, you know, this one person alone in camp. So she was armed, like she was good to go, but she stayed and she said she heard calls, um, just a whole group of calls. And uh, she said that was pretty cool, but she didn't really have any uh, other action other than that. I don't think. So the next night, or that night, so we all left. Go ahead, Dustin. You were the driver, and we're getting to the good part. Yeah, I was the driver. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to keep everybody at the edge of their seats, all right? Um, uh, mm-hmm. So we follow Stephen over to one of him and William's areas um, where they go to a lot, and uh, – I don't want to give too much of a description about where we were at, but uh, at the end of this road, there was a trail going off the back of it. And uh, we pull up, and we turn our car vehicles around, and the only trucks are mine and Stevens. We all piled into mine. And we <laughs> pulled the vehicles facing out, so just in case we had to hop in and run. And... Uh, <clears throat> Before we get in, before we get into that part, I'm gonna lighten it a little bit and trying to get get the funny off of me for a minute. So I hold a <laughs> canoe down there, and I have this rack that sticks out about three or four foot out of the back of my truck, and it it goes into the trailer the trailer hitch, and the canoe rests on it, so I can strap it down, and it stays there. Well, since we had taken the canoes out that day, I didn't have the canoe on the truck, and I told mm-hmm. Stephen before we even left, I was like, I'm going to leave that bar on the back of the truck. That way, because it, you know, it mi- mixes with the night. You can't see it. And maybe if we're away from the trucks walking, maybe a Bigfoot will try to sneak around the truck and hit his shin on that bar and just go, ah, and we'll know where he's at. <laughs> kind of. We all get out of the truck. We all unload. And I, I tell everybody, look, there is a bar sticking out of the back of my truck. Watch where you're walking. Not two minutes later, Kendall comes walking around my truck and finds that bar. <laughs> 
And we're all standing around talking, and all of a sudden there's a boom. And we're like, what was that? And we figure out what it is, and we continue, continue to laugh. And it ends up happening three more times. I think, no, two more times. Twice, he runs yeah. into the bar two more times in the same spot. Um, oh, my gosh. Okay, that was that, hilarious. That's out of the way. <laughs> oh, okay. man. Right, it was bad. Right. He was so bruised. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. He was right, so bruised. Out of our system. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm, I'm surprised he could walk, honestly. Well, doesn't that maybe something we have to tell Kendall to do every time? You just carry that every on every outing and make sure Kendall walks into it, and it, that may have been the curiosity that brought that one up. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, man. I'm going to make that happen. Terrible, but let's Whether do Whether I bring the canoe or not. <laughs> You gotta keep that hitch I on there. Even, I, I will, what I'll do is I'll just keep it in the back of the truck, and when we go, when it gets dark, I'll throw it on the back just to see see how many times Kendall will find it. <laughs> Sorry, Kendall. Man, he was hauling. You. You're awesome. He was hauling mm. butt around the side of that truck, though. I don't know why he was so excited, but. <clears throat> oh man, I second, feel so bad. That was the second time when he was going around the truck fast because he was on the passenger side of the truck and his recorder was sitting on the back of my truck on the driver's side and the light had went out like the batteries were dead. So he was like, why are my batteries dead? And he ran around real quick. Well, he ran halfway around real quick and that's when he found the bar. The second time. Oh, man. Poor guy. Oh, yeah. that was so fun. <coughs> uh, his pain gives me joy. <clears throat> that was pretty that. good. Okay. Yeah, we cleared that up. Yeah. All right. So after that, uh, Kendall and Lauren end up, they decide to walk down this trail behind the trucks at the end of the road. And they're gone for a little bit. And me, Shane, Stephen, Stephen's daughter, and Bill were standing at the front of the trucks, just sitting there chatting. We even uh, messed with uh, the infrared that Bill was using. We kind of were judging the distance on how far Shane could get in the woods before we couldn't see him anymore. We did that for a little bit and chatted and told stories as usual. And uh, after a little bit, I decided that uh, I was going to kind of walk away from everybody about 15 to 20 yards, and I was going to watch down the road because the the moon was super bright that night, and you could really see down the road. So I was thinking, I'll just stare down the road and hope something goes across. And uh, I stood there for a few minutes, and then my back was kind of hurting because I'd been standing all day and rowing a canoe by myself all day. So I decided to uh, just kneel down on the road. So I'm kneeling on the road, and I'm sitting there wa- watching down the road, and something to my left catches my eye. And when I glance over, I see it, and it's going from left to right. And what I saw, what caught my eye was the the glare, or the the moon was shining on it, and the moon was glaring off of the off of the hair on the back of its head and on the shoulder. And I guess the back of the arm, and it was going from left to right, and it it happened just super quick, and it went behind some trees. Well, I hollered at Stephen. I was like, Stephen, come here, because he had the night vision, the night vision goggles. And he walked over, and we scanned the area with the night vision and couldn't quite see any. We didn't see anything. So we stood there and talked for a couple of minutes, and I told him what I seen, and we decide, well, let's walk down the road a little ways and see if we hear anything take off running or hear anything. So we walked maybe when – I, when I seen it go from left to right, it would have been about 40 to 50 maybe yards away. It's hard to tell in that area. 
But uh, mm-hmm. we walk about 60 yards or so down the road, and we stop, and we're kind of looking around, and we're talking. And I think you had been – was it you or your daughter that had the, the night vision that was looking around while we were standing there talking? Uh, I don't remember. Sydney. Sydney had them at that time. Okay. Well, I, I believe, yeah, Sydney, Sydney, Sydney was carrying them. She, she likes the night vision stuff real well. So mm-hmm. I, was, I was letting her be in charge of the night vision. And, uh, <laughs> so. Well, we were, we were standing there talking, and on the side where I'd seen the thing go from left to right, I thought I'd seen another, some more movement down below us. So. Um, I asked for the night vision, and I'm looking, but I can't, I can't figure, I can't find the tree in the night vision because it looks completely different, and also it was zoomed, I think, all the way in, and yeah. I couldn't figure out how to zoom it out. And uh, <laughs> about that time, Shane walks up, and during this, Shane and Bill had stayed at the truck. Well, Shane walks up, and right in front of us. Right next to the road is this real little tree, and I stood where I had it lined up with what I thought – with the tree that I thought I saw it go behind. So I had Shane stand right on the left side of that tree and to use him as kind of a anchor point with the, the goggles so I'd know where to look. Mm-hmm. Well, I pulled up the goggles. And I was working up Shane, and I had him on the left side of the goggles. That way he's not in the full picture. In just a split second, when I stopped, I seen down in it. I think I think when we had Stephen, when we uh, uh, when we did the size comparison, it was I think it was roughly like sixty yards from the road. Yeah, yeah it's about that at sixty. Yeah. Well, when I got the night vision up, it peaked from around the tree, and I saw – I didn't see any actual detail, but I saw the silhouette of the head, the shoulder, and the bright, shiny eye, and it was just that quick. And I immediately went, oh, shit, Steven here, and handed him the (laughs) night vision, and (laughs) I I, – I was excited, but at the same time, I wasn't. I was trying to comprehend what I saw. Like I know what I, I know I seen it, and mm-hmm. uh, my adrenaline was pumping. And we, uh, Stephen tried to look through the night vision. He didn't see anything, and this whole time Shane's like, "What? What? What?" Because he's a couple of feet ahead of us, mm-hmm. in front of us. And uh, I tell him, he's like, "Well, let's run down there." And my first thought was like, yeah, yeah. And then – but I, I turned to Stephen. I was like, what has happened before – have you all ever just took off running at these things? And I think you said, yeah. I was like, well, what happened? I've walked toward them before. Most of the time what happens down there with us is they'll come in and we'll get busted. And everything just goes quiet, pretty much like it did that night. I mean, everything was it was over after after the sighting, after we walked into the woods, you know. Yeah. But, uh, well, yeah. At, at first, Shane and I wanted to run in, but we decided to just walk in, pretend like nothing happened, and see if maybe we could see eye shine with the headlamps. Uh, we walked all the way down there. We didn't hear anything. We didn't see anything, mm-hmm. and. uh which, like, my heart was still pounding on the walk back to the road. Um, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't even mad that we didn't see anything afterwards. Um, yeah. We we get about halfway up, and I have Steven stay roughly where I thought it was, and we walk back up the, to the road with a night vision, and Steven is 6'2". Yes. And... Uh, we get up at me, Shane, and his daughter get back up to the road, and I kind of direct Stephen to where it was roughly at, and it was 
a little bit bigger than him. If he's six two, it would have been around six six, mm-hmm. roughly, give or take. You know, yeah. but uh, yeah, after that, it it died. Um, we got back to the truck, and about that time, Lauren and uh, Kendall had walked back, and I told them what happened. <laughs> And uh, he walked up and said, first. "It happened. It finally happened." I didn't believe him. I thought he was just messing with us. I felt so bad. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, oh, you're serious? Okay." <laughs> so then he was yeah. kind of—he was in shock. I mean, because I was expecting him to be gushing just. And then I saw this and this and this and this, and he did. He told us about it. But then he just went, like, it was almost like he was in shock because then he just went quiet. And, like, I think we hung out for a little yeah. bit longer, and then we all got in the truck to go to the back to Thornton's well, and you were silent mm-hmm. the entire time. And I was like, are you okay? Yeah. You sure, bud? Because you're not making any noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, the whole ride back, I was replaying it, and, like, I, I can still see it. That it's still, it's like burned into my brain, and mm-hmm. that's I just kept replaying it and replaying it and replaying it on the drive back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once you see it, you can't unsee it. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that that's going to be with you from now on. You know, it's a yeah. Well, I, I've got to ask you. Whenever you whenever you saw it, you knew what you were looking at, but you were still probably in a little bit of disbelief. Was your mind trying to make you think that it was something other than what you knew that it was? Are you talking about when it was through the night vision? Because uh, the night vision. Whenever you saw it, whenever you saw it, either 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 time there. Well, when I saw it go from left to right, like I saw the silhouette, and mm-hmm. I like I was. In my head, we were standing there looking through the night vision, and I was trying to – I was arguing with myself in my head, like, did you actually really see what you just saw? Yeah, that's what it was. And, (laughs) like, I was like, no, no, you've seen it. It caught your eye. You looked over, and you saw it go left from right. It It wasn't a shadow that moved in the corner of your eye, and when you look over, it was gone. You saw it <laughs> in the corner of your eye. Yeah. You looked over, and it was still there, and it was moving. Right. Yeah. And yeah. the, I, I think when we walked down, I was still fighting with myself in my head whether I actually seen it. And when it popped up on the night vision that quick, it was kind of like it confirmed it, but also at the same time, I was like, I can't believe this is actually – well, in my head, I was like, I can't believe this is actually effing happening, but... Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and to me, that right there, that was that was as much fun for me, for you to be able to see one mm-hmm. the first time as for mm-hmm. me to be able to see it. I, I'm, I'm glad if I could have had a choice, yeah, I would have, I would have chose you to see it rather than me that weekend, I mean, mm-hmm. because this is something you've been after for a while, and you finally, you finally, it finally happened for you. Yeah, yeah, it was, I, I think, I think when we were leaving that spot, everybody else had gotten in the truck, and I had stopped you, and I, I think I about shook your arm, your arm off, shaking your hands, <laughs> saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah, th- this is what I've been hoping for, you know, these times that we've been going out, you know, I was, I was hoping, actually up there in Oklahoma, whenever I turned my back, when I was hoping that thing, when I turned my back, I was mm-hmm. hoping maybe the thing would peek out up there in Oklahoma and maybe you could see it. Is what I was truly hoping for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that didn't happen. Yeah. But, uh, that didn't happen for me. I'm always the bridesmaid, yeah. never the bride. <laughs> oh, you'll get to be the bride. You will be. <laughs> we'll uh-huh. be <laughs> At this point, yeah, I can't de- yeah. I can't decide whether I'm I'm squatch repellent or squatch bait for other people. But <laughs> if I'm squatch bait for other people, I'm I'm pretty much okay with that because I don't mind. 
I like Dustin getting his sighting. I didn't feel an ounce of jealousy because I was so excited for him, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I was yeah. just well, so stoked for him to have that. Mm-hmm. Well, Plus, I know there, he'll be able to talk well, me off the ledge whenever I see one. <laughs> <laughs> well, when all that was going on with us, didn't weren't you and Kendall hearing stuff down where y'all were at? Right, yeah. So Kendall and I were hearing, um, again, footsteps. And where's Kendall? I love Kendall to death. He he like he likes to play psychological <laughs> mind games on me. And so <laughs> I said, um, we were standing there and we had walked up the trail by ourselves and we were just standing there talking. <laughs> we were actually talking about hormones and how different hormones might attract certain things. <laughs> and so we we're just talking about we're it was a scientific conversation, okay? Um, so we were talking and he said, he asked me, he said, are you hearing anything? And I said, yeah, I'm hearing footsteps. He said three o'clock. And I said, yeah. And he said, okay, me too. So we just kept chatting. And then I said, um, I think we were hearing it because we could hear everybody moving around back at the trucks and like shining your lights all over the place. And so we were trying to figure out what was going on back there. And then we heard it go four o'clock and then five o'clock and we're like okay it's trying I was like is it trying to get between us or Kendall said is it trying to get between us and camp and I said oh maybe you know it's trying to see what they're doing well then we heard something about one o'clock and I said I just heard something about one o'clock I said I want to walk over there I want to walk that way and of course Kendall you know diabolical mind he's like I said I feel like it's walking away from us let's follow it and Kendall goes what if it's a trap? What if it's leading you to it so it can attack you? And I'm like, really? This guy. <laughs> he always does that. He always is like, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm safe in this truck. And Kendall's the one that's like, yeah, it can punch through the window and grab you, though. And I'm just like, Kendall. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, but we're safe in this truck. And he's like, man, what if we turned on the lights and there was a tree across the road right in front of us? I'm just like, why? Why would you say that out loud? This guy, he, he enjoys it far too much. Far too much. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the spot where you get to see that one there on that Saturday night, Dustin, it was in October 2018. That's where William, I know William talked about it a little bit on SBA and uh, wrote something about it and how we had one recorded coming in. It basically came in from the same from the same direction where you had your sighting at. But in 2018, in October, there was still enough foliage on the trees that we weren't able to see out in there. Mm. And that's also the same place where William had a sighting uh, when he talked about <laughs> his wife was ready to leave him down there in the woods or <laughs> told him, you know, if you hear the truck crank up, you better jump in the back of the truck. That was the same spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the, when we were going there, I was, you know, I, I, I couldn't guarantee you know anything. We were going to see anything, but I knew that I knew that our odds were pretty good in that in that area, especially being the time of year that it is. Yeah, so. I I cannot wait to go back. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm yeah. ready, and I could be loaded in 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Same. that's how I feel. Uh, that's how I feel. Yeah. I I got plans. <laughs> well, yeah, after that, that we oh. ended up. But after that, we ended up loading back up, and we went back to Thornton's Wells, and uh, we started hearing. A bunch of coyotes going off, but there seemed like there was one or two with them that just didn't sound right. Um, right. There were there were a few things in there that sounded a little bit different from what you mm-hmm. normally associate with coyotes to me. And we stayed down there on yeah, the boat ramp for quite a while. Yeah. I think Shane and I almost fell asleep laying there on that boat ramp. <laughs> but uh yeah they they just kept going and kept going and 
it seemed like they were getting closer, but that that last time it seemed like they they weren't making any distance. And finally, I think Shane had already walked back up to the truck, and me and you were just like, ah, let's call it. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We, we heard your truck door start opening up and people getting in. We thought, well, that's when Dustin said, well, I guess they're ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, well, what's Bill fun- is in the truck. Uh, what's funny? <laughs> yeah. No, we got there and everybody was in the truck. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't yeah. put that on Bill. All y'all were in the truck. <laughs> Bill started and everybody it. Was, everyone was acting like they were tired, so we were like, all right, let's just head back to camp. And I assumed we'd get back to camp and everybody, everybody would go to bed. And that was at maybe... I don't even know what time it was. Three. I don't know. I don't know. A.M. Three thirty. A.M. Yes, Is and we did not we go to bed till four thirty a.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you kind of sound like I remember this. There. My like, old bones day. felt it. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, ended up stoking the fire back up and sat there and talked for. I, I think it was longer, but. Anyways, we, we got close to watching the sun come up, and uh, that five-hour drive the next day was rough. Um, we only got three hours but, uh, of sleep before we all woke up and packed up. But uh, we uh, got to hang out with Keith Crabtree before we left, which was awesome. Heard some of his great stories. Um, mm-hmm. I can't wait to go back and hang out with him, Will, Stephen, they're awesome guides. They're awesome people, and I always enjoy being in camp with them. And they have got some awesome vocals. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Even um, though I always even, say, even though Stephen can. St- <laughs> go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Lauren. Oh no, no, no! Go ahead. I was going to say, they have awesome um, vocals, even though Steven will sneak up on you with a couple of them and <laughs> scare you right out of your boot. And my it, favorite part of the weekend was how many times I asked him to do it to scare you. Because he would, <laughs> he would tell me, he'd give me a heads up, he'd be like, oh, hey, Lauren. He's like, heads up, I'm going to do a vocal, because it it'll, it'll scare the crap out of you if you're not ready. Especially if he does his scream, because it's like a dadgum Sasquatch is standing next to you and lets out a scream. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. And I'm like, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait till Dustin starts walking back over here and then do it. <laughs> All weekend. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I <laughs> Sorry, Dustin. Lorna, that, I don't know. That, that was that's the time whenever you, you accused Dustin of running, and he said he wasn't running. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's whenever he was walking away after the recorder thing, and he yeah. slipped yeah. off the woods, and then we get something thrown at us, and he walks away. He's, he's hauling butt, mm. and I was like, are you running? No. Where are you going? I was I was not running. I, wa- I was having an he, angry walk back to the truck. Oh, is, just is that fast. what it was? <laughs> oh, walking real fast. He. Yeah, okay. We'll 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 protect your integrity here. <laughs> y'all y'all oh, already messed that yeah. up for me tonight, so uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, you redeemed yourself with a sighting. You yeah. you had a sighting, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you completely redeemed yourself on Saturday night, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're good. You're good. I'm still sore about the rock cor- rock throwing and you know. So. I bet I you are. You threw it pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I bet if you had a, uh, in the wrong direction. I bet if you had a ra- well, still if you had a radar gun on it, I bet it would have been a hundred. <laughs> it it went straight up in the air. <laughs> What were you aiming at? <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to make a shooting star for y'all, all right? 
<laughs> well, you succeeded in that at least. I don't think we. Well, we didn't follow the rock. We were too busy looking at you. Like, what? what are you dancing? What are you doing there? <sighs> doing some ballet leaps across the gravel. It was great. It was a great weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't wouldn't change a thing about the weekend. Even being shot at. You know, um, great, great people, um, great place to camp, just a great place to be. It was a really great weekend. So um, mm-hmm. we oh, appreciate yeah. you coming on tonight, Stephen, and helping us relive that and keep us straight on our places and names and everything. And yeah. Um, yeah, we've, we we've appreciate got, you we've taking us spot. out there. Yeah, we've got some other spots they can take you to next time you come down. At the uh, other places we've had sightings, and and we've had inner, inner encounters, so to speak. I've got to take you to the place I, I've I've renamed Deliverance sometime whenever y'all come down. Now, oh, I just hope there's okay. no I well, just hope there's no moon out whenever we drive in there. <laughs> oh yeah, you, that's the only the, part of the weekend the, I guess I would change. Is the moon was pretty dang bright when we were down there. Yeah, but all in all, I mean, it was still a, it's still a really good weekend though. So yeah, even it with was. the moon like it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. <coughs> all right. Well, all right. thank you for coming on, helping us say uh, say our piece, and uh, thank you again for escorting us around. We're definitely coming back. Dustin, do oh, you have yeah, anything I, to add? Any you want to save your manhood a little bit, or no? <laughs> uh, no, see, see, you know, not ever, not everybody's perfect. I'm close, I'm close, <laughs> but I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. All right, so well, that's what I'm here for—to be perfect. So, <laughs> sorry, I'm allergic. Um, <laughs> No, um, that's all I got. Uh, Steven, thank you again for taking us out. Um, I don't know if Will listens to the show. If he does, Will, thank you so much for your hospitality. Thank you, Keith. Thank you, everybody that came out. We had a blast, and we cannot wait to go back down there. Um, And I am going to be down there soon. I I don't know when, but I'm going to be down there before it gets hot. So yeah. mm-hmm. I I cannot wait to get back yeah. down there. <clears throat> so yeah. and also uh we won't be having a show next week or the week after due to the holidays. Um I mm-hmm. do have a a show scheduled uh well, I say scheduled. I know who I'm bringing on and it's a secret, but uh we don't know exactly what day it's going to release, but it's going to be an awesome story, and I think everybody will love it. So it'll be – y'all are going to have to do without us for about two, three weeks. So He's talking about himself. He's going to have himself on. Isn't that vain? It's ridiculous. <laughs> y'all are kidding. welcome. He's not having himself on. <laughs> He's not having himself on. I'm kidding. Um, it is going to be a great uh, show, so – the person we have on will be really good and uh, we are really excited to we have a whole year lined up of great guests to bring on and great things to bring you guys so um, you know just if y'all have a guest in mind or a researcher that you guys want to have on the show just go ahead and message us or email us and um, just tell us about that person and how to get in contact with them and we can see if they want to come on the show so we can interview them. Um, I know there are a lot of researchers that we don't know about in other states, other countries. So you guys contact us. Our email address is nightcallers, under, and that's N-I-T-E, nightcallers underscore B-T-R at yahoo.com. All right. All right, uh, Stephen. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, thanks, thanks for having. Love me. having you on, and we hope you and everybody else has a great Christmas and a happy New Year. And I guess technically we'll see all y'all next year. 
Merry Christmas, everybody. You made the dad joke. You did the dad joke. It was terrible. Okay. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye. Good night. Bigfoot Radio.